Welcome to the Four C's Podcast for SAP Business One, brought to you by Third Way Business Systems. I'm Mike Ham, and my colleague Tyson McMurrin, bringing you a podcast that takes a deeper dive into the ERP system, that is SAP Business One. We'll be hosting product experts and members of the Business One community, helping you, a Business One user, get the most out of SAP Business One. Welcome, everyone. To the four C's for SAP Business One podcast. I'm Mike Ham, and with me as always is Tyson McMurrin. Today we'll be talking Connect, more specifically e-commerce and how you do that. So let's jump right into it as we always do, Tyson, with a quote. SAP Business One, here we are. And the quote is, as you grow, you'll need additional support from your e-commerce platform. What kind of support? Well, that's hard to predict. Every business is unique. That's why many brands use APIs to customize and automate their stores based on their needs. Tyson, what's that? What's that mean to you? What do you? What do you? What comes to mind when you hear that? Um, the automation really jumps out at me because APIs. Yeah, we can pass data back and forth. That's really easy, but it's making sure that you know the process that we're automating. Is staying in control with with you know the the overall objective of, of what we're trying to accomplish. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, like you said, we touched upon it in in the first podcast. It is is understanding what your processes look like, and and where are the gaps you can fill with automation. Right? Where are the where are the time wasters? How can you identify those and and e-commerce and, and using an e-commerce platform is a major tool for helping eliminate a lot of those manual tasks. But like you said, it, the connection is going to be important and, and talking about where where that automation occurs and, and what's in control of it is something that you got to be cognizant of. E-commerce is kind of a top of mind topic right now um, just because we're seeing that a lot of companies that didn't have automation around these things. Now they're looking to us to help them with the API in order to get things, you know, streamlined as far as getting the orders into the system because people are working from home. Um, there's not that. There's not that. Um, there's not the ability to kind of you know ramp up quickly um, and to handle more transactions just because everybody's working you know, remotely and, and it's hard to stay on top of those types of things. But but this isn't a new topic, Mike. We wrote a blog back in 2018 um, that's still relevant today. And, and one of the big things that we talked about there is just greater transaction throughput with fewer people, better accuracy of information, and um, really the whole goal for any type of integration is making sure that everything is thought of within the process so so in the show notes mike you can uh, maybe share the the um the strategy and how to tailor it to um, a consumer product group type company um, for e-commerce so again this has been going on for years and and these apis have been avail available for years so so this is nothing new it's it's really important for us to just be able to um you know, understand that looking at the processes, um, looking at your supply chain, 
looking at your sales channels, handling the orders, knowing what the exceptions are going to be, and then also having a process so that if you do get an exception, how do you handle it? Um, because at the end of the day, Mike, the last thing you want is, you know, to not have your fulfillment done on a Wayfair and you fall down in their ranking and, and nobody can find you on there. And then also on your own store, start having people, you know, going out on your Instagram account and saying, I ordered something from these people and they haven't sent it and it's been months now. Yep. Um, yep. You know, what's that cost? Right. Like, what's the cost of that? So, so the API side of it, like I said, we had third wave. We can help you with with the with the integration. That's that's quite easy. Um, we can also help you think about some of the things um, that maybe you haven't thought about when you start talking about integration. Um, and and it really comes down to business process mapping, um, testing it. And really going through some business business readiness, um, you know, making sure that the staff understand what's going on, making sure that the systems are all um, configured um, properly, and then we cut over and and we can go live with these APIs. Oh, Tyson, that's a good segue into our four C's video, just to give the audience an idea of what we mean by the four C's. As the original SAP Business One Gold Partner in North America, Third Wave Business Systems in Wayne, New Jersey partners with hundreds of growing businesses, and we work hard to ensure that every one of them is grounded in the four C's. With SAP Business One at the core, connected with their business ecosystem, enabling everyone to communicate with the core and empowered with the control needed to thrive in a digital world. The four C's, third wave and you. Talk to us. And let's talk about what's new and happening in this episode, what we'll cover. First, yes. our, our year end checklist. So Tyson, you want to you want to take us through that? So, you know, it's that time of year. We start getting a lot of phone calls from uh, customers just kind of asking, how do I close? How do I close my books? Um, how do I set up my posting periods? How do I do a bank rack? So what we've done is we've uh, created a year end checklist um, that just kind of walks through some of that. So in the show notes, um, We'll have a link to just talks about the posting periods and how to close your um, financial period and all of those types of things. I'm going to work on how to handle an incoming payment um, and a uh, bank deposit for credit card transactions in the future as well. So that's something that I'm working on right now is in, and that'll kind of go into our year end checklist for next year because um, this is also the time of year that everybody starts to really need to finalize their bank reconciliation. Um, so there's a lot of like bank reconciliation questions. So um, I'm going to work on getting some uh, some tools and some links to to everybody for that as well. But uh, you know, happy year end, everybody. Uh, if you do have any questions, reach out to us. Um, you know, we have uh, a bunch of consultants and uh, accountants on staff that can certainly help you out with uh, with any questions that you might have on on year end. 
Absolutely, and we'll be linking this as well in the show notes. This is a, it's a great thing to keep on hand. Uh, you know, we, we use this time and time again to help a lot of our customers. We'll send it out, you know, as, as the year's coming to a close. It's something to have in your toolkit to to look at, you know, as a, as a, as a refresher, you know, when you're wrapping up the year. Let's dive in now to Versago production data capture. Tyson, this is something that, you know, we've seen uh, quite a bit of requests recently from our customers and, and, and prospects about, you know, you, could you talk us through this and, and, and what, what Versago can do in terms of uh, production for data capture? Yeah, Mike, um, you know, in episode one, we were talking about um, how people were driven home um, and how the home office has, you know, caused some of this e-commerce demand and APIs that we've just finished talking about. Um, but the other thing we're seeing a, a, a big push on is is the ability for, um, you know, the, the essential worker that's on the production shop floor still working um, to be able to communicate and interact with the remote worker so so we're getting a lot of questions around how do we manage things like production completion quantities production usage quality control um you know environmental factors like uh, clean room manufacturers where they need to grab like what the ambient temperature was any any type of information about the the goods that they were working the the raw materials that they were working with at that time um and and sharing that and and you know, this is where like um you know our customers are wanting to get away from the clipboard mike um, yeah and and you know that clipboard obviously was capturing paper information that paper information was getting handed in to the employee that's now you know, as you mentioned in, in episode one, driven home. So how do we get that paper to, you know, somebody that's 20, 30, 40 minutes away um, from from where the where that information is now? Um, and and that's where we're seeing a big uptick on people wanting to, you know, capture some of this production information um, from the source and then and then share it out down through workflow. So um, in the show notes, maybe Mike, what we can do is um, there's a there's a video about uh, production data capture and it's it's about uh, a company called OmniLife and and how they use Versago to handle production data capture, quality control, and those types of things. So um, can you put that into the show notes and and our our listening audience can uh, check that out? Absolutely, absolutely, and and you mentioned, you know, something that that really, you know, resonated was that you know it's they want to get away from the clipboard, uh, which reminds me again, you know, another way Versago is is super helpful, particularly in a production floor environment, is that it's it's mobile and device friendly, right? You see the emergence of, of tablets. A lot in in production floor on production floors nowadays, and, and that's something that Versago has the flexibility uh, to to be on that iPad or, or tablet on the production floor. It's as easy as, as as snapping pictures and and entering in you know whatever fields that you need to bring that data to you right into the, the palm of your hand. You know we talk about being driven home and and and. You know, we're on our phones more often than, you know, our desktops. 
some of us and, and Versago is user friendly for that. Yeah, it's 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 amazing how a year ago, Mike, just before um, just before the pandemic started, everybody was requesting the signature capture. Yep. Um, you know, the digital signature capture and, and, and that's a, a feature that Versago has. But, um, you know, one of the main features that I've been doing a lot of and you just mentioned it is 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 the is the photo capture and and being able to share that photo. And if, if you remember in episode we, one, yep, we episode one, I, I showed that with the, with the printer, right? Where it was like yeah. I can take a picture of the printer. I can take a picture of the invoice and I can I can get that into the hands of of that user that's you know been as as you know I, I think you should probably try and uh, you know um, uh, get a trademark on that driven home uh, uh, language because it it really does resonate with exactly what's happened is is everybody feels disconnected and and Versago um, and Third Wave can really help you you know reconnect with these people. Um, through the through the use of um, of uh, the digital technologies that are available, we can transition to now to our our, our Shopify demo environment. We we touched upon this in the beginning. Is uh, you know integrations to e-commerce and, and and talk us through a little bit more about about the Shopify demo environment. Yeah, um, Mike. So recently we did a, a webinar. If you recall, I think you were the host of that webinar. Um, or you coordinated it and, and you've been you know talking with with everybody that attended it and um, we, we've been getting a lot of questions around um, Shopify, Big Commerce, Magento, um, you know WooCommerce, all these different types of integrations. So um, what we did is we set up a Shopify demo environment just to kind of showcase how we can handle e-commerce integration. So I call it a Shopify demo environment but Really, it's an e-commerce demo environment that that's connecting to a Shopify um, web store. Um, but the the big thing that we talked about at, at the beginning of, is is really around, you know, we can automate, you know, these APIs where we're we're connecting and sharing the information through. And if you just want to show up, uh, show the uh, the graphic here, one of the big problems that that our customers were running into is, you know, it's quite easy for us to do this and I don't want to get, you know, too technical, but basically we can go out and we can get data from, you know, the, the e-commerce site. We can map that value over into um, the SAP field. So you can see here that, you know, the card code goes, go out to the workflow that we've got the script uh, from the web customer field and you know map it in. So if you see on the left side there, this is the information that we're getting from the e-commerce site. And then up in the middle, this is how we map those APIs into the SAP fields. So, you know, this is fairly easy to do and it's it's literally you go in and you click F4 and you just do a drag and drop and you start to map things together. Um, but if you go to the next slide, the the problem with this is, is what I talked about at the beginning, which is um, I add an item in SAP, just because I've added that item doesn't mean that I already want it out on our e-commerce um, store. Maybe I need to change the item description or maybe I need to change the item code or maybe I want to adjust the inventory level 
um, that that can be shown to the the Shopify user by increasing or decreasing it by a percentage or by a number. Um, so so what we did is we added the staging step in between um, that allows us to control the the information flow between the two. So again, the API is going to flow very quickly. Um, you know, we can get items up and uh, up to Shopify, but we really, you know, in talking with the customers um, and in looking at um, what people are needing to do, we wanted to be able to streamline this so that it's not adding a whole bunch of user-defined fields in SAP in order to, you know, manage the rules to the Shopify or, as I talked about, adding all these warehouses so that you can handle yeah. the inventory yeah. levels and the available to promise. So, so. Um, in our in our demo environment, we have this Versago portal step where we can go into the portal and we can view the data, update the data, and then it's going to um, grab that information from the Versago portal data and put it into Shopify. And the same goes for the order entry. So um, the next slide here is going to talk about the same thing where um, the worst thing to happen with an API integration is go out get the orders and the first order out of the 10,000 orders that you need to sync into SAP Business One has a data problem. You know, the the ship to location field that was filled in on the Shopify site was too long for the SAP ship to location field in SAP and it stops the whole integration, errors the whole file. Um, there's no logging of why that file didn't load. And meanwhile, you have 9,999 orders that could have been processed. Um, but because of that one error, the whole file fails. So with BizWeaver, what we can do is we can actually take those files and we run through a loop. So we read each of those files and we pass them through. Um, so instead of BizWeaver just grabbing the file, mapping it into business one, and if it errors, throw it into the error bucket, um, we loop. And we loop through and we go, is this one okay? Yes. Is this one okay? Yes. And, and if we hit an error, we can map that into the Versago data so that we can deal with that error on a one-off instead of a, you know, having to deal with the whole file and searching through, you know, this text file of XML to try and find, you know, where the where the error is. Um, so so we can we can streamline that error messaging and error handling where I can send an email or as we just mentioned, you know, a Teams message to a user saying, you know, there's there's a web order that has an error. Um, the user can then go in to Versago, look at that order in a you know a screen versus trying to you know go through uh, you know Notepad and try and see the data. We can display that data in a nice user interface. Uh, we can fix that order and then we can put it into business one. So um, for the listening audience, I'll talk through what, what's being shown in this short little snip. But um, basically, if you go to the next slide here, I just recorded a quick little synopsis. So this is the item master and you can see that we have an update action where we can go in and we can you know, say that we're updating or changing. We can change our pricing. We can change our quantity color, size, style, we can change any of those things um, and whether or not you add it to the website. So here's a listing of all the items that need to go to the e-commerce and then you can select it, 
go in and update the information that you need and so on. And then on the error handling side of things, same thing. We can have where the error comes, we can show the order, we can click on that order, it can tell us what the error message was, and then we can go in and we can make a data correction right within Versago. So we can make that data correction, correct the value that needs to be corrected, and resubmit that data correction and that one order is now into business one as well so again we've already fulfilled the 9999 orders um, so why hold up all of our operations um, because of one order that that has uh, has a problem so um, this order correction piece um, and error handling is is very very handy because it, it it allows the business one customer to be able to troubleshoot and fix these problems without having to call um, people like a third wave consultant to go in and look at the data set and try and figure out what the problem is so this is the stuff that we were talking about at the beginning mike where um you know having an api is great um, but the quote even hit on it, Mike, which is having the API doesn't necessarily mean that it's you know matching to the unique business process that that company has, right? And and it says, you know, it says, you know, as the company grows, you're going to need additional um, support from your e-commerce platform. So this is where an API, you know, getting the order into business one, we're going to save a lot of rekeying just with that, Mike, but being able to handle the errors, um, being able to manage and massage the items and, and making sure that, you know, we have a centralized, easy to use interface to do those types of things um you can see just based off these screens it's going to be very easy to train an end user on on you know what the error message was and how they can fix it so so again if you want to see a full presentation of our e-commerce integration reach out to us we can have a one-on-one -on -one presentation um, we can talk about your environment we can talk about your business um, because um, this is just talking about the order side of things but there's also fulfillment um, there's, you know, you might want to audit, you might, your order entry and your items, that might be really easy, but your fulfillment might be where, um, you know, getting the tracking numbers, getting the shipping labels printed out, um, going out and sh rate shopping the best rate for us to ship this item. Um, all, these are all things that, that we at Third Wave have come across and, and we can help you with it. So um, again, we'll be covering these off in future, um, in future 4C podcasts, but you know, if there's something top of mind, reach out to us. We can help you out with it. And with that, you know, we, we covered a, a number of things, but all tying back to that central theme uh, of connect, right? Why it's so important. You know, it provides you just what you covered there alone in just the error coding is is what comes to mind to me is, is visibility you know provides you greater visibility in cases of of things that go wrong right that well, and, that and mike does that 
and Mike, the, the one of the other C's is communication. Um, and and obviously I didn't show it, but that error handling, we can have an email or a Teams message sent to a user. So the, the communication is streamlined as well. Even um, even greater visibility. And 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 throughout throughout today, I've I've been talking a lot about control. And I mean that's that's something that's near and dear to my heart being a, a CPA, um, you know, is is control of a process. Um, you know, it's really important to make sure that we can control our processes because, um, you know, automating things isn't enough. So, um, but yeah, everything, everything around that connect and, and um, hopefully you can see, you know, with SAP Business One at the core of, of, of your, of your business information, how, you know, between third wave and us, you know, talking about these four C's, uh, you know, I just really want to make sure that we can help more people in the business one ecosystem, you know, do more with less and and ultimately be tremendously successful. Absolutely. You know, the proper connection is is, is going to provide you, you know, the proper automation and identifying, you know, what to automate, where to make those connections happen, and with the know-how of what to keep in mind, you're going to avoid a lot of those pitfalls that you know make folks nervous to make a major change in the way they do things right they hear the nightmares they hear all those stories of, of failed implementations or people not buying in and if you do it right do your research and 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 have a great trusted partner that's been there like us here at third wave we can walk you through common mistakes and challenges that we've seen and and help you understand how to avoid them how to how to see them coming and not just the ones with the initial connection right i mean we talked about a lot of stuff you you'll see once you're up and running stuff you'll see down the road you know and that's that that all goes back to having a trusted partner with the right connections and the right e-commerce platform that fits you and your needs and your experience and you're going to be in business. Yeah, and you know, I think I think the big thing, Mike, that you just kind of touched on is is you know the the flexibility to you know handle these unique changes within an organization. Um, you know, business one companies really are you know growing, evolving, um, adaptive, you know, forward thinking companies, and and you know, yeah. hopefully, hopefully, you can see with the four C's. Um, and third wave, how how you know you can do more with business one than you already are as well. So um, you know that's that's essentially what I wanted to cover off with uh, with you today, Mike. Is is you know talking about the connect and and uh, and uh, and how how we can help business one companies. Excellent. Well, Tyson, as always, appreciate the time. Appreciate you listening. Thank you all for joining us. We'll provide all the links that you saw today in the show notes, along with some resources. Follow us on LinkedIn, connect with us, reach out to us, let us know how we can help. And we'll see you next time on the four C's for SAP Business One. Stay safe, stay connected, everyone.